0: Bleacher Creatures Podcast. Bleacher Creature. Bleacher Creature. Bleacher creatures. Bleacher Creature. Bleacher Creature. Bleacher creatures. Bleacher Bleacher Creature. creature. The Bleacher Creature himself. What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite duo back for another week of exciting sports news. I, of course, am the one and only Luke. And with me on the phone is the one and only John, because nothing changes. We're a perfect no. duo. Batman and Robin, Chief. Who's who? Um, you're you're in much better shape than I am, so I'll give you Batman by default.
1: I'm a Joker, and I got it, to be honest. I love the Joker, man.
0: That's right. All right, so by default, because I do security, I guess I'm Batman. Uh, there you go. All right. Um, so speaking of the good and bad side of good and evil... Uh, the free agent firestorm has pretty much burned its way down to about a campfire, with just a couple other little, couple couple random guys floating out there, a couple surprise cuts. Um, but the big names are always going to be the first ones to go, and it's like always within the first like seventy two hours. Right. So me and Johnny figured. We would give you guys the, in our opinion, the winners and the losers of the free agent shit show. So, Johnny, I'm going to let you start this off. Give me your big winner.
1: My big winner is easily the Green Bay Packers.
0: Kind of hard to argue that one.
1: It went real quietly under the radar that they got an all-pro safety in Adrian Amos at 26 or 27 years old.
0: Especially away got, from the Bears, which is also right, nice.
1: Right. Yeah, I forgot about that even. And now let's add in the fact that they got Preston Smith and Zedarius Smith, who are two extremely solid uh, outside linebackers.
0: I mean, really solid.
1: Better than any production they'd be getting from Clay Matthews or anybody else. So they short up that defense, and anytime you got Aaron Rodgers on offense, you're deadly on offense. So that defense has been their Achilles' heel over the last what three, four, five years. So that could be a huge uh, thing for them. Finally, make that yeah. push, maybe number two with Rodgers.
0: It seemed like it seemed like last year, especially with Green Bay, that their 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 specialty on defense it always seemed to be like the front seven. <laughs> then it seemed like yeah. last year with you know, Jair Alexander and Josh Jackson that they were kind of shifting towards like a secondary first kind of team, like Uh, builds from back to front.
1: Most most Jair Jackson played lights out
0: last year. Jair Alexander?
1: Jair Alexander, what did I say? You
0: said Uh, Jair Jair Jackson, you just combined the two of them. Right. Yeah.
1: Both those guys really played lights
0: out. Right, but I thought it was weird at the deadline last year when they shipped off Clinton Dix, because I don't see how...
1: They got a first round pick out of that.
0: I know, but Still, though, like I mean, granted, did you really think you were going to get a first-round pick? Probably not. I don't blame them for doing it. That was just like a move that came kind of out of nowhere. And I think that's what might have taken, like, the, you know, that was like the surprise element. It's like, you know, you had no idea this one was coming. But, um, yeah, it's kind of hard to argue with Green Bay and what they did here, what their approach was. And you still have Aaron Rodgers, who's still productive. You're not gonna be that bad with Rodgers. It can't be much worse than last year. No, as like a cumulative season. So, shoring up that defense for sure helps. Um, and I also don't think they overpaid for anybody either. Which, in the, in the NFL, the the trend seems to be overpay at positions of need for players that don't. I'm not gonna say don't deserve that money. But your, yeah. your your average annual your your AAV on some of these guys like Landon Collins for example, I, he's great. I don't think he's ninety million great. I
1: don't think no. I think he's about ten million a year great.
0: Right. So right. that's what I'm saying. Kudos to the Packers for getting their guys at fair contracts without going nuts and overpaying. Right. And also in terms of time, I think the time and money equally great. I think the players that they sign realize that and boom, now you probably have a top-ten defense in the making.
1: Yeah, with Aaron Rodgers on the offense. Let's not forget that.
0: Right. Throw a good running back in that mix in the draft, and poof. Well,
1: they got pressure on picks now,
0: yes, too. The, yes, they do. Yes, they okay, do. Yeah, you know, no, there's a lot of shit they could do, but that def- that team as a whole is a hell of a lot better than it was already. Right. Um, give me your losers
1: jets and
0: giants okay i'm i'm gonna go out on a limb here and i know why you would say the giants because the only addition they did was kevin zeitler by the by way of trading no
1: they got your bell peppers
0: that's right they also did get peppers but forget
1: that your bell peppers
0: right and they got i can hear i think i detect the sarcasm in your voice which is
1: oh absolutely
0: yeah um, but they also did get another first round pick, which I guess if there was ever the wrong year for that team to have two first round picks, this would probably be that year. You
1: got that right.
0: Considering now they all of a sudden hate Dwayne Haskins, so who the fuck knows what the Giants are gonna do?
1: Um, I didn't like Haskins to begin with. I don't know why everybody's so high on him.
0: But we heard I we you've made your opinion very clear that you've not been a fan of Haskins, especially on this show. But right. In terms of the Giants and this, like, there's (sighs) that team is significantly worse. And I throw the big L to the Giants, obviously, for trading Beckham for any reason whatsoever was stupid. But then you over, I'm not gonna say you overpaid Golden Tate, but you signed him for too many years.
1: Yeah, four years. I would so this, this guy's a part of your future. This thirty-year-old slot receiver who doesn't catch any more than a five-yard pass.
0: Yeah, that's what. That's what.
1: In was, a game where the NFL is all you know, deep plays pretty much. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it made no sense. Um, nothing the Giants have done except for get the return on Vernon with Zeitler made sense.
1: Yeah, but I think that was actually a combined trade, actually, the way they did it. Do you know that?
0: It seems like it was a – well, considering you make two trades with the same team in a week, it seems like the framework for Beckham had kind of already been laid out.
1: Yes, it sure was.
0: Right, right because let's be fair. At face value right now, Vernon is probably not worth Kevin Zeitler. No. So that would lead me to believe that there had to have been at least the framework for a deal agreed upon.
1: Yeah, it seems that way, doesn't it?
0: <sighs> that's, that's, that's the vibe. Now, you surprisingly have two losers, and the other one I'm a bit surprised by.
1: Yeah, the Jets, They, I get it. They went out, they got Mosley, they got Bell, they traded for Smiley. I'm not too pissed about Anthony Buller. I wasn't that high on him. I think that he would have been a great piece, but I think he's replaceable more than Mosley is. So if I had to keep one of the two, it would be Mosley. But you didn't get that freaking center Paradise. You didn't get Morse. These are two guys that got signed to not that big a contracts for not that many years. You need an offensive line. Your center right now is a practice squad player from last year. Yep. You have the third overall pick. There's no lineman that
0: is worthy of 10. three. Yeah.
1: Worthy of three. I don't think there's any linemen that are worthy of top ten. It might be a reach if one of them goes. So what? What are you thinking there? I don't understand.
0: Valid points.
1: They still haven't signed Josh Sitton. Yep. Even though he is like connected to them high because the gaze. the play center. And if that was the case, I would not make them a loser. Hmm. But that has not happened as of right now as we're talking. So they got they're a loser in my mind.
0: In theory, now I I hadn't heard the link on Sitton. Is the implication to sign Sitton to play center? Yes. That would would be... Yeah, all right. That makes sense.
1: And I'll tell you what, if they did that, they would then move possibly in the winner's bracket, depending upon what they did in the draft.
0: Well, in the realm of free agency winners, they would have to be up there at that point.
1: Yeah, but in free agency, I include the draft because... A lot of teams trade players for picks, so what do you do with well, that? Let, well, let's
0: also be real. In free agency, you kind of make it very more obvious which way you're going to be leaning in the draft.
1: Yeah, but the, I don't think the Jets did.
0: No, the Jets the, the, the Jets are weird because nothing they need is worthy of the number three pick.
1: The, you could say a pass rusher is. Yeah, they,
0: but the but the ones that fit their system, not really.
1: I don't know what system they're playing. They say they're playing a three-four. Well, it's Greg
0: doesn't... Williams. You'd have to think he's been around long enough to know how to run a four-three, ba- at least a nickel, dime, you know, three-four. You know, he could probably run a hybrid defense of anything.
1: Right. Just Wait. don't,
0: just don't start running Tampa two, and we're good.
1: Right. I think that there are some pass rushers available at three, but they have more. They have two. The first round pick and the third round pick, they can get starters from. So, so if they drop well, they can get two starters to be a four. So then I ideas. have to
0: ask you, if the Jets go pass rusher at three, right. I know you've said Quentin Williams would be ideal. Let's just say in a hypothetical, Quentin Williams goes two to San Francisco. Who would be the one you would go for? I, I
1: would love Bosa. I think we would win if, if we got Bosa at three, we'd win the offseason.
0: Okay, let me extend the hypothetical. Bosa and Quentin Williams are gone. Who's your third best
1: option? I guess I guess you gotta go Josh Allen. Or DK D- Metcalf. Okay, you wouldn't
0: want uh, Montez Sweat. No. You uh, you wouldn't want um, Rashawn Gary.
1: No, at three or maybe at twelve.
0: Fair. Just at uh, three. I'm I'm just picking your brain, motherfucker.
1: No, I know what you're doing, but I'm saying these are the names we're hearing at three, and that's why I'm pissed
0: off. Well, Sweat had a great combine, and then now he's got a what doctors have literally just said is a minimal or what's the words? It's it's a not that serious heart issue. Uh, well
1: that's gonna drop
0: us. I don't know how that even happened like how do those words make it in the same sentence?
1: It's a I don't fucking know how, heart
0: but- It's a heart issue. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I I actually didn't know that. That lowers the stock. He should not. Yeah.
0: No, so he'll, go, he'll go. He'll go late first, probably just on upside, probably to a team where he could be in a rotation as opposed to if be. But
1: if I'm picking a player third overall, you better be an immediate immediate impact potential mm-hmm. superstar player.
0: That's completely fair. That's totally fair. Um, I don't blame uh-huh. you one bit. Any other reason for your Jets logic aside from the draft? Just strictly based on moves.
1: I, I, I mean it, it, they, they didn't get to the centers, and that's why that's why they're a loser in my opinion. So
0: they're one. So in your opinion, they're one move away from switching sides of the if fence. If they would have got,
1: if they would if they trade down and get an old lineman and a pass rusher, then they won the offseason.
0: You think they did better than Green Bay at that point?
1: Yeah, because they filled a super. They filled playmakers on both offense and defense with Bella and Mosley. Yeah. You resigned Henry Anderson. Who's a great fit for that scheme they're playing? Yeah, you got Greg Williams, who's a head coach, to be your
0: defensive coordinator. I agree.
1: You've got a slot receiver in which you needed for Adam Gates' offense. I don't think Crowder is fantastic. I think he's solid, a 70 catch guy a year that can catch 900
0: yards, five touchdowns. Yeah,
1: he's solid. I think that. Now you
0: got Osmele for nothing. That's a great A move, in my opinion. Absolutely.
1: If you trade down and you get, let's say you get a, let's say you know one guy who I think stocks really falling is Greedy Williams, and I don't know why, but it is. It seems like he's going unnoticed more than stock dropping. Yeah. Let's say you trade with the Packers. Let's say that this won't happen, but this is very hypothetical. Packers want to trade their two first round picks for that third overall pick. Let's say you get a center. And a pass rusher or greedy Williams, you you won everything this offseason. Yeah. You really did. Yeah. But if they stick a three and they get a player who maybe, you know, is a a little bit of a head scratcher, like, shit, we didn't want to pick him at three, but we didn't have a choice to trade down, and you didn't get the center. I mean, come on, guys. Yeah. No, I hear you. The Giants are losers no matter what. I don't care who they drafted that pick from Cleveland. I don't care how good Jabril Peppers is. There no Odell
0: Beckham Jr. You by you can't possibly be any better if if the sentence starts with "We lost Odell," but <laughs> it's it, it's right. no. it's not a thing. You can't right. be better without your best player, right? Or your second best player, depending on between him or Saquon. But either way, it's fucking Beckham.
1: Uh, you, you cannot replace Odell Beckham Jr. They're in a total rebuild, and they're going. They're wasting a year this year because you signed Golden. You sign Golden Tate. I don't get it. And why'd you trade for Zietler? If, he's, if you're rebuilding, that I don't get either.
0: The other thing like I'll say that, on if the if Giants,
1: to trade Bergen, I would have gotten a second or third round pick instead of Zietler if you're rebuilding
0: completely. And the other thing I would say on the Giants too is why are you signing Golden Tate. And chewing up your cap space, part of it for next year, when next year you are positioned to be the Jets and have the it, most money in the league and get a top it, five pick.
1: It, Gettleman said, "We have a plan." I would love to see what that is.
0: Yeah, this is Gettleman. You have to take whatever plan he's got with a whole fucking salt shaker.
1: No, he has no idea what he's doing right now. I don't is, think so. I think this guy is in way over his head right now.
0: Yeah, well, I mean I, the fan base hates so
1: the fan, fan base
0: hates in. him. Let's be real. Any no, job. Right.
1: You know, ex Carolina Panthers players like tweeting what a joke he was, and now New York fans know why. Mm-hmm. You know what, Luke? They're not wrong. I don't disagree. How, if you trade a guy like Odell Beckham Jr., you have to be able to, from a business standpoint, you have to explain that to your ownership, right? Yeah. Because you got a amount of memorabilia that this guy was selling as one of the most popular players in the world, let alone the NFL or New York. Yeah.
0: That Pat, is very, what do you get back? From? Yep, that is very true. Aside from Saquon, aside from Saquon Barkley doing soup commercials, Beckham was overseas at soccer games. He was you could make an argument Odell Beckham is the face of the NFL. I
1: would make a case that he is one of the faces of athletics in the world. Right. And I, I mean just I would say he's more of a face than guys
0: who are better than him due to his personality. I do I mean, not would disagree. Would say he's more of a face
1: of sports than Mike Trout?
0: Yeah, by def- Yeah, absolutely.
1: And would we not agree that Mike Trout is better at his sport than Odell is at his sport? I would agree. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Would we say he's more right? Like I've put him up there with like
0: LeBron as far as as far as memorabilia stuff goes. I mean, everybody knows, dude. You could ask a five year old who's Odell Beckham Jr. I'm yeah, and you. they know.
1: Right. So now. I mean, what, what are you doing? What are you doing?
0: Yeah, I, I, who the fuck knows? And
1: you still have Eli. So yeah. You still have. I don't understand what the hell they're doing. What direction is this for a rebuild? It seems like it's going to be another two or three years before they can really rebuild. Yeah. That, I mean, you got a bunch of veterans on this team, too. Let's not forget that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're not getting any younger in a lot of key spots. I don't yeah, know.
1: Jabril Peppers, let's not forget, had Denzel Ward playing in front of him last year. Yeah. Now, what was Jabril Peppers' first year? He was actually thought of as being a bust.
0: Yeah.
1: Wasn't he not?
0: Yeah, I guess that was the cheap option for replacing Collins.
1: And then how many safeties got cut after that trade?
0: The one that jumps out to me is at least Eric Berry, who Uh, is absolutely better than fucking Jabril Peppers.
1: Now, you could say Barry has this injury trouble. He's a yeah. he do fucking doing? You know, got past that. Yeah. You could say he has all these things for sure. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that he, you know, that there are questions there based on his durability.
2: Yeah. I would, I would, any time the any day
1: of the week I would have signed up for. They let's just hypothetically here say they kept Odell. Yeah. Kept Eli. Let's say they they made that Vernon for Ziegler trade straight up. Let's just say yeah. that still stood. Yeah. You know, with the sixth pick, maybe they can tr- trade down just a little bit, get two
0: players. They could have they could have won that uh, NFC East. Well, the other thing I'll say with the Giants is this. You got the wrong guy back in the Beckham deal. Who? You, could, well, you couldn't have gotten Antonio Callaway? You really, no. For fuck's sake. It's not like the Browns are going to be using him that much.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you why. He's head trouble. They just got rid of one head trouble, Barb receiver.
0: I didn't, aside from that thing we saw in Hard Knocks with Callaway, with like that that stupid driving incident. Once that went away, I think you actually saw Callaway seemingly turn a corner. I didn't hear shit else about him.
1: No, I didn't either. But it still has question Of course, they of him, no. That's so that's, that's fair. I, I
0: no, I mean I'm sure Peppers is pumped to be on the Giants because he's from New Jersey. But right. that's about it. I I, I just
1: you know. I have no idea what the hell they're doing right now.
0: Completely. Oh,
1: hey, hold on. You know what's just funny? As we're sitting here discussing this, I just got a notification on my phone. Giants GM. The yeah, friends I o- got o- this. Back publicly. What did he say? I'll give you one quote from it. I'll sum it up. I'm yeah. not going to read the whole thing, but they made an offer. We, we didn't sign Odell to trade him. Things changed. Another teammate an offer. We just could not refuse an offer. You could not refuse. Yeah. What was that?
0: Yeah, that. Jesus fucking Christ! An offering. Who's? Yeah, it made no sense.
1: I, I don't think this guy knows what the hell he's talking about.
0: No, that pretty much confirms it.
1: All right, so you know, I I don't, I don't know what to say. There it is. I, I don't know what to say. I can't defend that move at all. I, even if you asked me, my job was to defend that move. I would not know how. Yeah, you, you kind of can't. No, you can't. So what do you say? I don't know. they are a loser. That's it.
0: Yeah. End, end of discussion. Um, right. In my book, I'll make uh, my... I'm not going to go as in-depth. Mine are very much... Um, A little bit more open and shut. Um, The obvious winner is Cleveland. Not really because of who you signed. It's because of who you traded for. Which, I get it. You you do what you gotta do. And Vegas already has them as the favorite to win the division. Got no problem with that. Um, As far as my other winner, and this one might surprise people. The Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Well, I'm going to tell you why. The only move you've made was trading Tannehill, which needed to happen.
1: That I like. Yeah, but you're calling them a winner. I, I don't why? Think they did because to here's, win. they just
0: because here's why. If there's any team that needs to eat a bag of dicks this upcoming season, it is the Dolphins so they can secure a top-five pick. For a stud quarterback a in next year's draft. You
1: can't look, you can't call them a winner based on things that might happen.
0: They're not gonna be competitive.
1: You don't know that?
0: I can call whoever I want a winner. And the best thing for Miami was to not pay for another in sue Sioux situation, not overpay to keep Cameron wake. Get you know, the only thing, the only other thing they did was re was re Parker which was not the smartest thing in the world but it's fucking Miami.
1: The winner until I see what they do with all that work, do you see what I'm saying? It's too early to judge. All right. Well, they did not lose. They did not lose. Right. right. They made sure that we were not going to lose this off season. But they, in my book, they haven't won yet. Well, they just didn't lose.
0: In my book, them holding firm and not doing anything irrationally stupid is a win for them.
1: Okay. All right. I, I, I understand where you're coming from.
0: I right. Can... I'm saying okay. the, the framework, if, I'm looking a little bit deeper.
1: If, uh, by, no, if, no, by, if, if, right.
0: Right, right, right. I'm saying if there's one team who needed to do exactly what they did, it was Miami.
1: I, no, I understand where you're coming, but I cannot go as far, far to call them a winner. They're on the right track. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the wait and see approach. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, right. I'll I'll leave them in a glass half full situation over a glass half empty.
1: Absolutely, glass half full. Which for Miami
0: is uh, a fucking win. I'll now, tell you
1: the team that I think can be a huge winner is Buffalo.
0: What, with Beasley and John Brown and who else did they get?
1: They did not get Antonio Brown. Oh, yeah. If they can score a Metcalf with that ninth pick.
0: Yeah, that's.
1: And he turns out to be a 60 catch, 900 yeah, yard, 10 TD guy yeah. push out for years to come. Yep. That would have proved way more worthy than anything Antonio Brown could have given that franchise for the next three or four Let years.
0: Let me ask you this, because we're, we're playing the, the the what if game again. And me, and me and you like doing the what if game. Let's say the let's say Buffalo gets Metcalf at nine. Do you yeah, go? Do you go running back second round? You know. Let's, let's be see, real. Shady I, McCoy is about two years away from being in the Alliance League.
1: Uh, two years? I don't know, man. The way he's been playing the last two years, I might say, <laughs> why isn't he there now? Uh, I you know I don't say I go running back because I don't know who's there. I am getting as much help for Josh Allen as I can. Their defense is pretty solid. Yeah. They play pretty well. I don't know about statistics, but they play... hard. they
0: do have to replace Kyle Williams. What I want is the best player available that's going to help me on offense. Yeah. And if that's offensive lineman, if
1: that's receiver, I don't know. Yeah. But... I want something that's going to... Offensive line, receiver, running back. I don't know. Maybe they get A.J. Brown. I don't
0: know. Well, I'll tell you this right now. They don't have the worst receiving core in football anymore.
1: No, they do not. Because Zay, I, Zay I, Jones I, was starting to
0: show something. Zay Jones with John Brown, maybe... You, again, the NFL is going to three, four wide receiver sets a lot of the time. Yeah.
1: Having a tight end usually be one of the four receivers in those sets. Um, I think that they could be huge winners long-term because they didn't get And I don't know if i called them the winner for not making the Brown deal because they did. Yeah. <laughs> Just they would have done it. Yeah. I would have loved if they did it because long-term that would have been a disaster.
0: What if Buffalo goes for one of the Iowa tight ends?
1: Yeah, anything to help Josh Allen's a whip.
0: Okay, so literally any offensive weapon in the first round and you're thrilled. It could be an
1: offensive line. You're building what you're seeing the Jets. And this is why I'm going to go back to the Jets right after this. You're seeing these teams. What they want to do is they want to build around these franchise quarterbacks. You're see, they're seeing now that the NFL is going. You have a franchise quarterback on a rookie contract for five years. You have five years to win. Right. Right. You have you, you have five years to sign as many good players as you can because normally you have to pay your quarterback if he's a franchise what twenty five million right. Yeah. But
0: now you're
2: paying
1: them for five million, so it's twenty million you can spend elsewhere. I think a DK Metcalf will be available at nine. I would take him. I uh, would, and I'd be pissed off on uh, me being a judge fan. I'll tell you that. Yeah. From the Bills, I'm loving this right now because Metcalf is too is not that good to go late. Uh, or sorry, he's too. He's not that good to go early, but he's good enough to go later in that top ten. Right. Be a reach in the top three or four. It would not be a reach at nine. That'd be perfect for him.
0: That's fair. Um, as far as. My loser, um, I have the Seahawks.
1: Yeah, they've done nothing. They do nothing every year. It's yeah,
0: re-signing cool. KJ, right? Like, okay, cool. I get it.
1: Like, they never let him go at that point. Jeez. well, they did get for five million a year. is nothing to steal.
0: Yeah, they got him on a hometown discount, which is the only positive thing they've done the whole offseason.
1: Yeah, they got Jordy Nelson there right now. Who yeah,
0: what do fucking do?
1: Like, I mean, five years ago that might. Have been something.
0: Right, exactly. That's the whole point. It's like you at that point, you might as well call up like Heinz Ward and see if he wants to play again. Sure. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. Dude, these teams have done nothing to help themselves. Um, Again, I'm very excited, dude. I'm very excited for for the AFC East as a whole. Yeah. Um, I love what the Bills are
0: doing. I like. The Dolphins are following suit with the Jets and Bills going, we want to get our guy. And I like the fact that all of a sudden I think that AFC East is not going to be a pushover for Tom Brady in a few years if he's still here, which I think he will be. Yeah, that's – he wants to play till he's what, 45?
1: I think, dude, listen, the way this guy plays, he could play till he's 55. I, I, I don't think he, he – there's nothing that with age that, like, is going to affect his style of play. hmm Nothing. There you go. Nothing. No, look, nothing. He, he can't. He's not the. He doesn't have the best deep. Uh, yeah. Right? Everybody knows that. Yeah. He, his arm strength isn't the best. It's nothing to write home about. Uh, I mean, he just reads defenses. He changes the play at the line. And uh, beat me. That's what he says. Beat me. There you and, go. You know what? They can't. Yeah. As long as Belichick's there, I don't see why he would retire, unless it's physical ailments or his family. But from a football strictly standpoint, there's no reason for this guy to retire. I don't see it happening anytime soon. Yeah. I, the only thing I could see, Luke, is that that AFC turns into a run-and-gun style of play on offense for all the teams. Now, I would love to see, can he keep up offensively?
0: Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. You know? Now... The other beautiful part of this time of the year is that we have a little something called March Madness that is firmly upon us right now. And for those of you who are like myself and John who cannot stand the NBA, this is about as good as it gets in the basketball world. Fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. (laughs) Even people that don't give a shit... About basketball. In any way, shape, form, league, etc.
1: Bet okay, on no, this shit.
0: Are you you're in you're running a pool? Yeah.
1: What? Me and my uh, old boss are running a pool. You wanna get you gonna get joined? I won last year, just to let you know.
0: How much uh we talking here?
1: I think it might be uh seventy five bones.
0: Alright, I'll, I'll I'll we'll talk after the show.
1: Alright.
0: Um so, in terms of what we're looking at, um, the way I see this working is I'm just going to give you games to me that stick out, and you tell me who you think can win. So, tell me who you think in, I'm not going to say a game-by-game basis, because we'd be here for eight hours going game-by-game, but there's sure. a, there's a couple games in each region that at least jump out to me. Um... And for just so you I guys...
1: sneaking in last. You what? My, my red store
0: Yeah, you guys were literally the last team in. You know, they're a very interesting team. To me. They, uh... Yeah.
1: Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. <laughs> but we'll get to that
0: later. Yeah. Um... So, like, clearly when it comes down to, like, Tennessee versus Colgate, like, I'm pretty sure Tennessee's going to win that one. Um, we're not going to... And I, as, you know, as much as us, as much as Iona is fun to root for because they're our local team, there's no fucking yeah. way they're beating North Carolina. Um, I agree. One game that jumps out to me already in the Midwest, we have Wofford versus Seton Hall. Now, you as a Big East fan, you probably saw Seton Hall at least twice this year, plus the tournament. Yeah,
1: right? give me one second. I'm trying to get a bracket up here.
0: Yeah, well, in, in the meantime, I'll give you why I why I find this game fascinating. Go ahead. So, Seton Hall is not a stranger to the tournament. Um, and the one thing I will say is Wofford this year played North Carolina, played at Kansas, at Mississippi State, and at Oklahoma. Sure. And the only game they lost big... Was Kansas by 25 at Fog Allen. Right. Um, and on numerous occasions, Wafford was I think pretty consistently inside the top twenty-five. Yeah. In the country. Which is for a tiny little school like Wafford, that's pretty impressive. I agree. Um so I'm I'm I wouldn't be shocked if they I'm not gonna say they're they're like the 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 darling team this year by any means, um, but I will say they could be dangerous. Uh, you know, considering they would be playing Kentucky in the next round. Yeah. I don't see why a team like Wofford, who's been playing major conference teams the whole year, would be afraid of Kentucky. I don't
1: think they would either.
0: Um another game that I have here that I find very interesting is Cincinnati versus Iowa. Okay. Um two power two power conference teams. Um Cincinnati um was able was one of the few teams that was able to beat Houston this year. Yep. Granted they still went 1 and 3 against them. Right. They lost at Mississippi State by 11 and they beat old miss by 14. Right. So that overall 20 28 and 6 um 14 and 4 in conference averaging 20 I'm sorry 72 points per game. Those right. are solid numbers. That sounds about right for the uh, American Athletic. Yeah. Um going up against you know, anytime you're dealing with a Big 10 team You'd have to think it's kind of a defense defensive minded approach like I was twenty two and eleven they are holding their opponents to about seventy four per game, so that that's right, right in line with Cincinnati's average yep. um I wonder if if the big Ten toughness shows itself in this game and can slow down Cincinnati or if Cincinnati can just shoot the lights out. You know, just like they're, just like they're, you know, kind of caught in a track meet against like a Houston, and yeah. see uh, that that game definitely fascinates me, and that game's in Ohio, in Columbus, which That's that that kind of leans to, that tips to to me at least towards Cincinnati. Um, the other game I was going to ask you about, and this is a big upset that I have going in the first round. I have Marquette losing in the first round to Murray State.
1: Yeah, I have
0: that too. Um, I'm sorry, you don't get to have one of the, th- the three best players in the country on your team and who's probably going to be a top at least five pick in the NBA and bow out to a, uh, bow out in the first round or at least going out swinging. Mar-
1: Marquette's very vulnerable. They've lost
0: a lot of games this year. That That's right. For- you, you get to see them too as a Big East fan.
1: Well, St. John's beat him twice this year.
0: There you go. Yeah, I'm looking uh, at the head-to-head uh, here.
1: Uh, you know, my number one team that I'm looking at for the major upset is St. Mary's over Villanova. Again, I, you know, I got
0: that one picked, too.
1: Good. I don't think Villanova's that good. Yeah. And for them to get a sixth seed with their record, uh, I don't think that the, uh, people who make the bracket out there were that good. St. Mary's just knocked off Gonzaga, who was probably a consideration for the number one spot before that. I don't... I'm not that impressed.
0: Yeah. Um, now you guys actually have a playing game.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I, honestly, man, I cannot predict St. John's at all anymore. They win games they should lose. They yep. get blown out in games they should win. Doesn't matter home or on the road. I have no. I, I cannot predict that. And you might as well flip a coin. If are they going to show up and play? they They already lost to Arizona State this year. I believe at Arizona State. Uh, I think it was a close game. They lost in the final seconds. Both those teams are very similar and just no consistency, but both have good teams. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a blowout. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a close game, nor am I going to be surprised who wins. But I'll tell you what, whoever does win is most likely beating Buffalo.
0: Um, I would disagree with that um, on, no. the, on the beating Buffalo part. I'm
1: telling you right now it's going to happen. Buffalo is a, has had a great year. Both these schools are bigger schools. I think they have better
0: players. You think Buffalo's just due for a letdown?
1: Do I think what?
0: You think Buffalo's due for a letdown? I do. I do. Okay. that That's completely fine. By the way, the Bengals just cut Vontez Burfecht. Ain't that some shit?
1: That's, uh, that's a sign of a new era for the Bengals, huh?
0: What, that they're starting to get rid of the fucking criminals? I
1: guess.
0: Dude, the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals were basically the mean machine from the longest yard, but less talented. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: But less talented.
1: I would take I would take him on my team, though, I'll tell you that.
0: Uh, You want him on the Jets, you could have Adam, I'm pretty sure. No, no,
1: no, not with my Jets current roster. Oh, okay. But as a player, if I had an opening at inside linebacker, I would gladly have him play that position.
0: Too. Oh, yeah, he's going to come cheap because doesn't he have another suspension coming down the pipe?
1: Yes, he does.
0: Well, there you go. So he's going to come cheap. Uh, yeah, I would gladly yeah. take him on that. Now back to the tournament. So you were saying that Buffalo, you think is due for a letdown, which yes. I I think is under I think is 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 not a stretch to say by any means.
1: I just don't. I you know teams like that that do well. I don't see them making big runs against big school, big name schools that are that are worse. I will always favor over smaller and in schools that have a great one year.
0: The one thing I will tell you is um, the first game of the year. Now, you're going to have to take this one with a grain of salt. The first game of the year for Buffalo. Yeah. They went to, at the time, number 17 ranked West Virginia when they were had all their starters. And before they had those three kids get kicked off the team and before the best rim protector in college basketball pretty much lost his whole season to a knee injury. If you can go into West Virginia as a small little school from, you know, the MAC and win at WVU, that's impressive. That tells me you can rise to an occasion. Now, I understand November is very different from March, but that's at least... A win that I don't think people are going like I, I'm looking at ESPN like right now on their notable wins, that's not even there. Because West Virginia turned out to be such a shitty team. But at the time, they were top twenty five. Right. That's gotta account for something, especially on the road.
1: Yeah, I'm not buying it. I'm selling.
0: All right, so you have the winner. That's a eleven six upset. That's not a crazy upset. Um, I'm still going to take Buffalo. I think that's going to be a dogfight game. In whoever they play, though,
1: well, I'm a, I just don't think that if Arizona State or the Johnnies come out the way that they're capable of playing, which is a big hit for both those teams, yeah, they should easily beat Buffalo.
0: Yeah, um, I
1: don't know. They're, they're, I don't know if they'll come out playing like that, but if they do, they'll win.
0: Yeah. Um. In terms of the round of 32. Yeah. Um, I got Duke beating Central Florida. That's not a surprise. I got Virginia Tech beating Mississippi State, LSU, yeah. uh, Michigan State's gonna beat Minnesota. I have Texas Tech beating Buffalo. I got Murray State beating Florida State. Okay. In the West. I don't. You think Florida State
1: can? Sorry. Be- yeah, I think Florida State's too good.
0: Yeah, I mean, w- it, the problem with the ACC, dude, like, Florida State's a four-seed, but goddamn, right. the ACC was so fucking loaded this year. They,
1: they're they're, way, they're better than a four-seed. I mean,
0: I know. That's two, what I'm
1: saying. Like, that's a four
0: with a grain of salt.
1: Right. And um, I like Murray State, too, but I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off.
0: Because what's crazy, too, is Virginia Tech was a four-seed. And both right. of those teams, I'm pretty sure, I know for a, a fact, Virginia Tech beat Duke. Um. Did Florida State? I think Florida didn't
1: know I think they lost on a buzzer beater.
0: Yeah, they lost twice, but, but where they were
1: they, where were they missed the buzzer beater. Whatever it was, they played right yeah. down
0: the line. Um yeah, but this is March. For the sake of the upsets, I'm gonna take Mrs. Uh, Murray State in that game over Florida State. Um Nevada, Michigan is interesting to me. Oh, that's such a tough game. I know. Um, like, yo, know, if you're Michigan, right, like I'm looking at the at the stats here. Like you beat Maryland twice. That's impressive in its own right. You beat Villanova at Nova by 27, which is that's a hell. Like it's one thing to beat them at a buzzer beater in their building. It's another one to absolutely decapitate them. Yep. Um, You split with Wisconsin, who this year was not good by their basketball standard.
1: They're Um, good, but not not up to their uh, right.
0: You beat Purdue by 19, but you got swept three times by Michigan State in a month and a half. That's not promising. Yeah. Um, Nevada, you're 29-4. and four. They score 80 points a game. So clearly they got no problem lighting it up. Defense allows 66 points a game, which is right around what Michigan averages per game. Um, they have those... Yeah, I would not be shocked, and that game's in Iowa, so that would lend me to believe that that's going to be a heavy Michigan crowd. Let's be real. Michigan, there's always Michigan fans fucking everywhere.
1: Yep, there sure are. Yeah. Um,
0: That one's going to be close. Um, Flip a coin. You taking Michigan or Nevada? Michigan. Yeah, I'm leaning that way, but I think that game is won by less than six points on either side. Absolutely. Um, Virginia's gonna destroy Ole Miss. Um, let's see. villanova over Purdue, I think has less intrigue than it than what the initial eye test says. Purdue is Purdue's always the same
1: style of basketball.
0: Yeah, they do. It's just Villain over this year, as you said before, Villanova over this year looks so faulty. Like, they're either, they either look like they're going to win the national title again, or they look like they they could lose to West Virginia by 20. Right. On an off night. Yeah. So I it, that game entirely depends. Like, this year, case in point, Villanova lost to Furman by 8. Uh, I
1: don't think Villanova's going anywhere.
0: Yeah, I don't see them getting past the round of 32. I,
1: I can't. I not see them
2: getting the first round.
0: Well, who did they who did they have in the first round? Villanova. Oh, you have the moves in St. Mary's. Oh yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna ride that bandwagon with you. The only thing that might fuck with St. Mary's is that that game is, I believe, in Connecticut. I don't care. Jet lag might fuck with them, but who cares? Um. Right. Yeah. Any team that has to play Gonzaga twice a year, it should be tough enough to handle a time zone. Um, Wisconsin, Kansas State. Is fascinating. I'm surprised that the winner of the Big Twelve outright uh, in the regular season is a four-seed. That seems All like right. pseudo-insulting. Because the Big Twelve, I understand it wasn't the, the traditional powerhouse that it has been over the last like 10 years. But sure. but come on. Texas Tech was in the top 25 the whole season. Iowa State is super hot right now. Kansas decided to not win for the first time in like 20 years. But Kansas can't be taken lightly. I don't understand why Kansas State all of a sudden seems to be getting a raw deal with the seeding.
1: I don't like Kansas State.
0: Let's see. They split with Kansas, they split with Texas Tech, and they lost to Marquette by 12.
1: No, but you know, I just don't. When I say I don't trust them, what I mean by that is there are certain schools in this tournament I just do not trust. I don't care what year we're talking. Those teams, yeah. to, like, they're the Virginias, the Kansas States, the Texas Techs, um, the, uh, Villanova now is different. Uh, I don't include them in there after, that. like, the way they've won. I'm trying to go over a few teams that, I'm just looking at the brackets. It's teams that, you know what, I'm like, no matter what happens, I'm gonna pick them to lose just because of their pedigree Yeah. I guess that we would use. If I could just pull up this bracket one more time, jeez, I can't get a bracket on here. Uh, Virginia, I don't like. I yeah. don't like Oklahoma. I don't like Kansas State. Uh, I'm not a fan of Cincinnati. Yeah. Um. Let's see, I'm done with that half. Uh. I'm just talking big name schools. Gonzaga, I never like to do to live up to their potential. Yeah. Uh, those are the main ones. I that I really LSU. I don't like to live up to their potential.
0: No. Never. Let me let me run this game by you. There's two games in the Midwest in the round of 32 that are that might be the two most fun games to watch in that entire round. Um the first one I'm looking at here is Auburn and Kansas. Assuming that's how it shakes out. Um Yeah, I the, the SEC was surprisingly good this year in terms of basketball. Auburn was able to beat Tennessee twice. Who's a two seed? They. You know, Auburn's to. Go- what?
1: Oh, okay. okay, sorry, I, I, I got confused.
0: Eleven and that. seven in conference.
1: Yes, I got
0: it. Because the SEC was a dogfight.
1: Um, I could see Auburn easily beating Kansas. Kansas looks too inexperienced.
0: Yeah, they. Yeah, they. I, I don't. I think all the good freshmen that they would normally get went to Duke. I agree. Um. Yeah, this is the year to beat Kansas. I think this is the year to do it, and I also think that Auburn is good enough to do it. Give me the upset with Auburn. What do you
1: mean give me the upset with Auburn?
0: In the round of 32, Auburn playing Kansas, I'll take Auburn. I'm taking
1: Auburn, yeah, absolutely. And
0: also, Bruce Pearl's coaching that team, and he's very experienced in this tournament. That can't be overlooked. Um, This might be the best game Potentially of the entire tournament outside the Final Four. Right. No, not the, not the, not the, uh, not the Auburn game.
1: You're confusing me here a little bit.
0: Okay, in the Midwest, the other game that it might be the best game in the entire tournament, Iowa State and Houston. No. Dude, Iowa State is on fire right now.
1: I, yeah, but I think we're going to see a couple showdowns
0: uh, that are going to be better than that. I, right, but it, up until that point, this is probably the best game of the tournament until we get to probably the Elite Eight.
1: Uh, we'll see.
0: Point is, Houston this year looks like they've recaptured the glory of like the five slam Jamma days.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, minus the dunking. Um, Houston looks like a goddamn problem this year. And Iowa State can beat anybody on their best day. The the whole Big 12 this year just looked like either world beaters or couldn't, you know, win a fight in a sandbox. It it it, it was so up and down the whole year. If Iowa State rides this heater, Houston's going to have a dogfight on their hands. I'm still taking Houston, but I think that game will be close. Any what's your take on that one?
1: I'm not. I can't argue. I'm going to roll with Houston. I can't really find a big. Uh, I can see it going either way, but I. I'm not as intrigued by that game as you are. I don't
0: well, I'm a Big 12 fan, obviously. The way you follow the Big East is usually the way I follow the Big 12, just because of my WVU uh, allegiance. Of course. Yeah. So Iowa State, I just have seen from watching them, they're they're they can be very good if they're clicking.
1: No, absolutely no, and I get that. I don't think that. What I want to see, I really want to see a Duke,
0: there's one game I want to see, and that's Duke, North Carolina. Of course, because
1: that was... Those two, no, those two teams, to me, are two best teams in the country. In this league. And I don't think there's any question about it. That does not mean that I don't think either one of them will get knocked off. But if they were to play each other, that would be the best head-to-head matchup, head-to-head matchup I think we could see.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. Michigan State, LSU, I'm taking Michigan State. That's not even a, not even a debate. Yeah, it, it, I agree. Michigan, Texas Tech.
1: Michigan, not mm-hmm. even close. And again, I'm not a big believer in those Texas Tech teams.
0: Yep. Texas Tech lost their freaking WVU in the Big 12 tournament, so that should tell you everything. Right. Um, Virginia should have no problem with Wisconsin. Tennessee, Purdue is interesting.
1: Um, I'm taking Tennessee, not even close. So am I, yeah. I love that your team this year I really
0: do. Yeah, they they made a good run last year.
1: They've been there. They know what it takes. They have good players. They've only improved.
0: And they have that one star that can take over the game if he wants to. Yeah. Yeah, Admiral he, Admiral Schofield is not only has arguably the best name in the country, but he might be the most person. underrated stud. If he shows up, they
1: could play with the big boys in Duke and North Carolina mm-hmm. and such like. If he shows up the way he can. Which yeah. is a big hit for him. He's not that,
0: uh. He's not, not super normal. consistent.
1: No, he's not. But if he shows up, those teams better watch out th- th- that team can play.
0: Yep. Now, here's a question for you: You got Houston or Kentucky? Uh.
1: Personally, I have uh Kentucky, but I, I'm a big Calipari guy.
0: Yeah, that's close game, though. I think Houston might give them someone, everything they got.
1: I went down, if Kentucky went down. I just can't think otherwise. Yeah.
0: Um, Duke, Michigan State, give me Duke. I'm
1: giving, I'm going Duke.
0: Gonzaga, Michigan, give me Gonzaga. Oh,
1: I'm going Michigan.
0: Oh, you're out of your mind.
1: I'm going Michigan.
0: Now, Gonzaga is the best. In my opinion, Gonzaga is probably the best team in the country. No,
1: I, no, you're
0: out of your mind. They beat Duke at full strength.
1: I don't trust them in these in these type of. Uh, All
0: right, say situation. say what you want. Uh, Virginia, Tennessee. I don't
1: because they always always knock
0: off St. John's. That might be there. Ah, so you, yeah, so you're just a salty little bitch about it. it.
1: might be the case, yes. Yeah,
0: Virginia, Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee.
1: Yeah, I'm taking Tennessee as well.
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I never like putting all four one seeds in the final four. And this is a good justification where the two seed could sneak in. Sure. Um, I also don't see Kentucky beating Carolina. No, neither do I. No, Carolina Carolina, and Duke are two, two of the three best teams in the country.
1: Let's just be real. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Who is Final Four, by the way?
0: My Final Four, as it looks right now, is Duke plays Gonzaga, Tennessee plays Carolina.
1: Duke. You have Duke plays Gonzaga. Yep. And who do you have?
0: Tennessee and North Carolina.
1: I'm with you with the Tennessee and North Carolina for sure. Yeah, you're taking Michigan State. Yeah, I mean.
0: It's hard hard to bet against Tom Izzo. Like, I get it. The thing here is Gonzaga, dude. (laughs) The way I saw, if they can play the way they did against Duke in the Maui Invitational, they will win the national title. Yeah. Big, if, I, big if, They played a perfect game that day.
1: Because that's what it I, takes to beat Duke this year. I do year. not think that they will do that for that many games in a row. No.
0: Now, let me say this right now. First Final Four game, I'm taking Duke to beat Gonzaga. Okay. I don't think Gonzaga has it in him to pull it twice in a year. No. The other game? They, what? What? Do you think they scheduled
1: it like this? So this way they would uh get a Duke North Carolina final
0: if if they did that's genius because that's exactly who I have in the finals
1: that's what I have in the final too and I have North Carolina one
0: yeah I uh, I think yeah I don't disagree um what is your score for that game uh,
1: uh, I'm gonna go 8279 uh,
0: 8270 game Car- okay Car-
1: some big three in the last minute. You know that game's gonna come down to the final minute. That's what's so great about all these games, is is that they're all gonna come down to the final seconds.
0: Yeah, um, I picked Carolina as well, seventy-five, seventy-one. Okay. Because I think you know how these the last minute of any game plays out. They're gonna foul. They're gonna go to the line. Yeah. That's why I'm never a fan of picking a one possession game in the final, unless it comes down to a buzzer beater, and who the fuck knows when that's going to happen.
1: I think it will.
0: Yeah, we shall see. I mean, we'll see. It, dude, it's the fucking tournament. It's it's the best reality TV ever. I'm because you know what it is too.
1: It's a bunch of people that are you know they're all giving this means so much. than this probably means more than the pros. Some of them.
0: Oh, a thousand percent! You see more kid, you see more college kids crying when they get knocked out of the NCAA tournament than when a first round pick who grew up, you know, dirt poor gets drafted first round in the NFL draft.
1: I'll tell you what, from my personal opinion, if I could play in the NBA or in the college tournament on, I don't want to say a 16 seed. I don't want to say they already know a their. A top face. five
0: seed, at least.
1: Not even, just a top ten seed. Just even a twelve seed. I'll go up to a twelve. Just. To have an ability to say, hey, it could be us. We could be that team this year. Yep. You know what I mean? Not like when Buffalo. Uh, do you remember this? I think it was a few years back. Buffalo went up against Kentucky when they had Cat and her cousin. It,
0: it, and they beat and them. Buffalo's, yeah.
1: Buffalo's biggest guy was smaller than Kentucky's point guard. I think it was something like that. And I, you know, was that the knew. year?
0: Was that the year they had um, Towns? And I want to say, they had,
1: they had Lyles, that Trey Lyles was like a six eleven three on their team. Yeah,
0: they were huge. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. Where
1: they were very tall? And you know, I think they had the Harrison twins running the guards.
0: Yeah, there you Back,
1: go. Yep. both, both of six six. Yep. And I think Buffalo Center was six six.
0: Yeah, Buffalo Center. I think Buffalo's guy was like six <laughs> nine.
1: So whatever it was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, you know what I. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they had a blast, but and they could say whatever they want, but they knew the reality of that
0: um, let situation. Me, let me run this by you. Who do you think is the best sub number five seed in this tournament?
1: Best sub number five yeah, seed? Yeah, so best
0: team ranked six or lower right. in the tournament.
1: Let me take a quick look on that. I'll
0: tell you right now who's probably the most dangerous lower seed in this tournament. It's got to be Murray State, dude. John Morant it can take over the whole game. Um,
1: I can't argue that. I'm trying. Look, you know this freaking thing's gonna be a pain. in My, uh, if I could freaking see.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, here we go. Uh, I'm trying to look for an argument here. Yeah. As of right now I do not have one my friend.
0: Yeah, I everything yep. everything on the on this bracket is pointing me towards Murray State maybe Nevada Murray State because of John Moran. It's going to be exciting to watch too.
1: And, and that's going to really decide how good he is compared yep. to Baron Zana. Can he carry a team? Yeah. In the, if he makes a deep tournament run I'm telling you right now, don't mark my words, he might go number two instead of back.
0: Yeah, he could easily yeah, well I think that's what could lead the charge here for Murray State is I'll tell
1: you what. I think the VCU team gives Duke a run in the first half of that game if they win. VCU's always good. They just they, are the play. I think I don't I think Duke is too talented, but don't be surprised if it's a game until five minutes in the second half. Oh Which yeah, can say how good Duke is should not be.
0: Right, um, I'm also looking here and I'm seeing New Mexico State is scary, in in the in their own right. I don't think so. I don't. Hey, I, I think Auburn's a bad first round matchup for them, but against any other five, I think they might actually win that game.
1: I think that New Mexico State is very long. They play good, hard deep, but I don't think they have the scoring.
0: Let's see, New Mexico State was 30-4, and average 78 per game. So that's that's that seems about a little bit above the the, the tournament I average.
1: I think, yes, but the way – do you ever rush them play? The way they score is very run and gun. They get very cold very quickly. And if they yeah. go through a five- or six-minute drought against a team in the tournament, that might be it. Well,
0: that's what I'm saying. A five-minute drought against Auburn, you're dead. Right, so – yeah.
2: We'll,
0: see. yeah, we'll see how the streaky team plays out. Um, the only other team that I seek that could be interesting is Wofford. Eh. They've, been, dude, they've been under the radar in the top 25 the whole goddamn year.
1: Yeah, but do you think they're going to make a run? You really think so?
0: I Well, again, they, they run into a goddamn buzzsaw if they make it eventually. I mean, they're going to have to play Kentucky in the second round if they win.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, all right. We'll see what happens, I right. guess. We'll see.
0: Yeah. But um, no, this is the best. This is probably the best thing oh. in the year for two reasons. It's obviously fucking March Madness. I don't have to explain that. And then when this tournament is getting right around to the Elite Eight, is that's the opening baseball series.
1: Well, that I'm very, I'm really excited for opening day baseball. I'm really excited for the
0: NFL draft. Yeah, well, that's at the end of April, so we got a couple more weeks for that. Um,
1: yeah, but we'll, it's all the same time frame. It's a great time of the year, isn't
0: it? Well, a, well, April's great for obviously opening day. You have the draft, you have the NCAA basketball finals, and you have the Masters if you're a golf guy, like myself. It's
1: getting old on me quick, huh, Luke?
0: Dude, I play. don't hate me because I play golf.
1: I don't hate you because watching golf is a whole new thing, Luke.
0: Dude, when you, when you play, I'm just saying, when you play, it, it, it completely changes your perspective. I can't watch golf for four hours. I can flip it on and watch it for about a half an hour, and then I've got to find something a little bit more adrenaline pumping.
2: No, sure.
0: But you gotta respect the skill when you're 280 yards out and you can plop it 10 feet next to the hole. Yeah, no, but I just can't watch it. No, it, it, no, you can't. It's slower than baseball.
1: That it is.
0: Yeah. But I'll tell you what. Let's wrap this one up.
1: All right. We'll talk.
0: Yes, sir. All right, bro. Be good. Peace. And that was the latest episode of the Bleacher Creatures podcast brought to you by Jones and for Sports. And if you have not gone to social media yet to like like Jones and for Sports, like the Bleacher Creatures, um, you should do that, especially on YouTube. Um, My boy Sean over at Jones and for Sports does a hell of a job giving little short clips, um, some long-form videos. Yo, Anything you guys need to stay in the loop as far as your sports, we have you covered. Um, And aside from that, y'all have yourself a good week, and we will see you guys in a couple of days.